Welcome to the Fearless Woman Podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Smith, and I am so glad that you are here. Every episode, we talk all things life, business, and being a woman in this crazy and beautiful world. I hope that you find something today to take with you and build a life that you love and that serves people. Okay, this is a shocker. I don't have a lot to say here at the front end of the episode. Um, I am like on a full blast for the Fearless Conference and planning and things like that. And so um, I'm just going to let the podcast like do my work for me. And I hope you guys enjoy this episode with Jeanette Tapley. She is such a fantastic girl. And I really, really loved our conversation. You're going to hear so much about... um, following your passions, being a, you know, she got married young and then they had kids and they adopted and then she started her own podcast. Um, They have a beautiful story and I just love watching her journey. So here is my conversation with Jeanette. Jeanette, well, welcome to the Fearless Woman podcast. I'm so excited to be here. Thanks for having me on. Super glad. How does it feel to be on this side of the podcast? Uh, I it makes me nervous, honestly, because like I can edit (laughs) to make myself look good. (laughs) Now it's all in your hands. (laughs) Well, I will do my best. Honestly, it'll probably be fine. So let's talk about first let's jump into tell us who you are and what you do and what your passions are that's like a lot um so I'm Jeanette yes just right off the bat here you go yeah what are your passions what's your deepest fear (laughs) um so I'm Jeanette I um, am married to my husband Jesse we've been married for 14 years Uh, we got married super young and had kids like almost right away so I have a 12 year old a 10 year old nope yeah, 12, 10, and 8-year-old. So oh gosh, uh, two boys, yeah. yeah, two boys and a little girl. They're so fun, and they're big, so, like, a lot of fun. Yes. Like, no diapers. It's a, it's a blast. Yeah. Um, and, man, aside from being, like, a wife and mom, I um, am the host of a podcast called um, It's Time for Coffee, and I get to chat weekly with friends, new and old, all over the world, about um, just – it's not even about like anything. It's just kind of like sitting down with your friend, having a cup of coffee. Yeah, I love it. It's That's so fun and it's interview based, but it's kind of just like, tell me your story. Tell me what's up. Like, um, I have an episode coming out soon about, uh, with one of my very best friends about, um, the loss of her son and oh, organ yeah, donation yeah. and just like hearing the heart of like people. And it's kind of just yep. shedding light on, um, loneliness like we always say like we're the super connected generation but we're probably lonelier than ever and um I just love the fact that like a friend anywhere in the world could pop in a set of headphones and be like oh my friend Jeanette is here so yeah yeah um 
That is so cool. And and yes, your show, y'all, if y'all have never listened to Jeanette's show, go listen because it is very like, oh, well, we're just like, we're all friends here, right? Yeah, that's so, a hope. I really, really hope that it's just kind of like a couple yeah. girlfriends hanging out and that you can fold your laundry and be like, yes, me too. Or like, yes. my friend Jeanette gets it. <laughs> yes, she gets it. Okay, so this, and I hope this doesn't come off as a weird way. That this shocks me that you have a 12, 10, and eight year old. I'm yeah. sure you've got that before. Um, if you would like to reveal your age on oh, here yeah. on the show, that's totally fine. I'm very curious. How old are you? I'm 32. Uh, so we okay. got married, I was like literally 18 and a half. I graduated high school in May, and my husband and I got married in October. So like that is so awesome. babies. And then I have to ask Ezekiel's my oldest son. I'm like, Hey, okay. Zeke, how old are we? Like, he's like, I'm 12. You're 32 mom. I'm like, Oh, okay. okay. Like 20 years older than you. Got it. Got it. Got it. <laughs> that is amazing. Yeah. It's a lot of fun having big kids and it's fun to be yeah. young having big kids. <laughs> yes. Yes. And they're all your biological kids. They're not, none of them are adopted. No, uh, our daughter Zoe's adopted. Um, okay, she's, she's from, adopted. yeah, she's from Africa. Uh, okay. and she's been home with us for about three years and she's actually deaf. So we oh, wow. use um, American sign language to communicate with her as a family. Okay. That's really awesome. That's yeah, really cool. It's different. Yeah, Big kids are fun. Like I teach elementary. So like kindergarten through sixth grade, Oof. but basically your kids yeah and they're really they're fun like they get funny I, like they're funny yeah, people they, at this age they grow into their personality yeah. like after about third grade you can start to see it in like second grade seven eight years old and then they just really like find themselves and then it's just it's so much fun like I did a lesson today and my assistant principal came and observed me because we have to be observed every single year and um it was really fun because that class just had such a good personality that like, I forgot she was in the room, you know? Yeah. And it's just, despite teaching being crazy, it, it it's, it's fun. <laughs> yeah. I love um, our music teacher. So I can only imagine. Oh, good. Music, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I do. So I, um, the boys yeah. love theirs. And so it was always fun to kind of like, yeah. to see the connections that they get in school and knowing like yeah. awesome, awesome adults are pouring into your kids is always so yes. nice as a parent. So yeah. Are they in public school? They are. All three of them are in public yeah. school. Right now we have three kids in three different schools, which is yeah. super. Because uh, sixth grade so here it, is middle school. Oh, so you have two in elementary? Mm-hmm. Two in elementary and then one in middle. But um, Zoe, since she's deaf, she goes to a uh, different school for um, a deaf ed program. Gotcha. 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 Okay, yeah. cool. Um, okay, so I really want to hear your background you don't have to like tell us okay I was born on this day and then (laughs) but like I want to hear your background because I know you like are a believer and church and all those things and then like how did you and your husband meet and like what spurred you guys to like want to get married at 18 like all those things and then just kind of to now so just I mean just kind of like in your show um tell us your, your story. Yeah. 
Uh, okay, so I always start with, like, I'm a Baptist pastor's daughter. My um, biological dad actually passed away when I was four, and my mom married an amazing man who took on three little girls and just raised them like their own, like his yeah. own, um, and I mean, like their own. And so we um, became this family of seven because my dad had two older um stepchildren or he had two older children that became my step siblings. And then, um, we just kind of like lived this not idyllic life, but we just kind of lived this great life. And, um, our faith was always, um, kind of tested and tried and they didn't hide that from us as kids. We, um, yeah. we were out of the church for a little while cause my, my stepdad had been divorced. So he felt like he couldn't be a preacher for a long time, but then God kind of was like, Hey, I've got this calling in your life. It doesn't change just because, you know, stuff happens. Um, so follow that calling. And so with that calling, um, I was also raised in Alaska and. Oh, okay. Yeah. By the way, I'm from Alaska. That's awesome. Um, so we moved to this smaller town in Alaska, um, where my dad started preaching, um, as a head pastor at a church. And so we were raised in this super small community, um, with people who just loved us and they loved us so well. Um, like my aunts were these older women who, if I was sick, had to pick me up at school because both my parents worked and, um, it was just really cool. And so because of where we were raised, there's like twin cities almost. And so like, I was out like in the boonies and my husband was raised in like the city. He's like a yeah, yeah. city guy. Um, but we actually met when I turned 16 and he was just the dreamiest, like tall, blue eyes, light sandy hair. Like he was a swimmer. Like, so we met, but it was just kind of like, oh my gosh, he's so oh my gosh, cute. He's so cute. <laughs> and then my friends started dating him. So it was really cool. <laughs> And you were like, we cannot be friends I'm anymore. Like, oh, okay. So the cool thing was, is Jesse is my husband. We became really good friends. And I was dating this guy who was terrible. Like he was just not a nice guy. I, I don't know why yeah. we do that to ourselves when we're younger, but we do. Yeah. And I'm actually really thankful for it. Um, so I was dating this guy who was terrible. He was dating my best friend. They kind of like went through a weird breakup, get back together. And he would call me and like, why is this happening? I'm like, I don't know. Sorry. And so we just became really, really good friends. And um, we worked together in a fishing dock because it's Alaska. It's super yeah. weird. At this point, like I was getting ready to start my senior year of high school. Yeah. And so we worked together and we were the only two that were allowed to talk on the dock because of how the crew worked. And so, um, one night they had, they had broken up again and I said, Hey, my dad made a bunch of food. My dad was a really good cook and all of my friends always came to my house for food. I said, mm -hmm. my dad made some really good food. If you want to come over? So all of us went over and ate, uh, it's like midnight. So like, house full of teens at midnight. Uh, we all eat. And then Jesse kind of just lingers. And that night we like scratched each other's backs. It was totally innocent. But, um, that night we were like, Hey, I kind of like you and you kind of like me. That's kind of cute. Um, but we also said like, um, Hey, if we ever got married, like we should name our firstborn son, Ezekiel, Ezekiel James. And it was just like, so great. I mean, he like, he knew that he liked that name. And I was like, yeah, my biological dad's name is James. I love that. And he's like, my dad's name is James. So it was just super weird that we were just so like, yeah, we like each other. And then when we get married, <laughs> so <laughs> ridiculous. If my kids came to me and told me the story, I'd be like, you're on drugs. 
Like, you're on drugs and you're not marrying them. No, Go stay yeah. in your room for four years. Yes, give me your phone. You don't ever get to watch TV ever again. And so, <laughs> and so my parents were like, okay, date this guy. That's fine. And so two months later, as a senior in high school, we were engaged. Um, and it it was just weird because like even looking back, I'm like, yeah, it's totally normal. And it, it's normal in Alaska to get married a little bit younger. But it's not normal to go your entire senior year engaged. That's not normal. But it was also <laughs> like, we just looked at each other and like, yeah, we're sure. Like, this is it. Like we, like I did then. And I still fully believe that like Jesse's the man God made for me. And I'm just going to like own it. And, like my counselors in high school didn't talk to me about college anymore. <laughs> They're just like, oh my gosh. Married, bye. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I guess I'm not allowed to go to college if I'm married. Um, so it was just super weird. Like it was, yeah. it was just the placement and God's hand just being like, okay, I'm just going to like you two go together and we were we have always been really really intentional about growing up together because at 18 Mm -hmm. years old he was he was 19 no he's two years older than me so he was a little bit older than me he's out of high school at this point when we started when we got engaged um and then we got married uh just over a year after we got engaged and have been together ever since so it's just it's really funny and like when people are like we're gonna get married young I'm like hang on a second. It's not always easy. Like it's a very, very hard thing to do. Yeah. So we and not everybody about, is built to do that. Right. Right. And, and I would say like, we have, we have not always been happy. Like there's been seasons of like, yeah, this is not working. And then there's been seasons of really good unity. Um, and right now we're in like a season of like communicate, like we communicate so well, but we also are like, we are not communicating today. Like, I don't want to communicate well with you. You're you so intentional about it. <laughs> yeah. We're so intentional that we're like, not doing it today. I'm mad at you. Um, but it's also nice being with somebody this long. Like, we've been together for 15 years now. And it's just kind of like, you yeah. know, every single stupid little thing. And it's like, oh, whatever. But it also is yeah. kind of hard. You know, every single little thing. Yeah. <laughs> Everything is so old now. Everything um, seems so old. Yeah, so we had kids pretty early into that mix. Like, like I said, I had Zeke when I was 20. We had Titus at 22. Um, and then we moved to Texas. We felt God say like, hey, um, I've got more for you than than all of these deep roots you have planted here in your hometown. Yeah. And that was when I turned 25. And I was like, oh my gosh. So we literally like dug up roots and replanted our family in Texas and then nine months after that, God said, hey, um, you like that little family you got there? And I was like, yes. And he's like, are you warm and cozy? And I was like, yes. And he was like, "You, it's time to adopt. And I'm like, no, no. no. <laughs> and he was like, yep. So that started a um, about almost a three-year journey uh, to get Zoe home from Africa, where she is from. And yeah, so then we adopted her. Like it's, I'm so bullet pointing it. Like there's so many things that's like. Oh, I can't imagine. Yeah, it does like, okay, you're comfortable. And I called you to not live a comfortable life. Um, Look at the disciples. When were they ever like, whew, thanks Jesus. This was so comfy here. (laughs) So easy. Yeah. And so God's like, hey, like I want you to pursue me and I and not always the easy road. And I was like, oh, okay. So we adopted her and she's been home for three years now. And she is, um, it's amazing how God knits families together because she is 
just like me and just like her dad. And, um, she's sassy and funny and, um, she's real, real cute. So, and then I need to see a picture of all of them because let me point. It seems like so much fun. That's my my daughter. She's super cute. cute. I don't want to hang out with her. Oh my gosh. She's she's a blast. I'm trying to find a picture of my boys. My boys like I like can't take any credit for how cute she is because she's not mine. Yeah. <laughs> but my boys are so handsome. I bet they are. Are. Um so the, oh, I'm, like super close. That's oh. Titus right here. And then this is uh-huh. my little bit Zeke. Oh, look at them. They're so they cute. They are handsome. They are so cute. Um, oh my gosh. How like oh, listening so, is like <laughs> we don't know what they look like. I know. <laughs> They're Hello. cute. They're um, so cute. I love it. We'll post pictures. You can Yeah, it. we can post pictures. <laughs> um, so yeah, and then a couple years ago, you know, everyone's like starting blogs and this side hustle gig. Yeah, tell stuff. us about that. And I was kind of like, I don't really want to blog. I mean, like, I love writing, but yeah. blogging's hard. <laughs> yeah, oh, I hate writing. And I'm trying to like it. make a career out of blogging is kind of like non-existent anymore. I think. Yeah, I think it was like. I feel like it's really popular now and anybody can just like put something out there. Yeah. But I think if people started one several years ago, it's had so much time to like sit and grow on the internet that of course some, some of these websites are in blogs are like full time. Like that's what they do full time, you know? Yeah. But it's crazy. So, um, I was listening to, I was probably listening to the happy hour, Jamie Ivy. And I was like, of course, yeah, because that's like OG. And I was like, shoot, I could talk to people. And my husband's always like, Jeanette, you make friends with the wall. It's so annoying. And I'm like, I could, oh my gosh, like I could sit and talk to new friends. I could make friends on the internet. Like I had this revelation. So then I spent the uh, like the better part of six months of last year, like sitting down, really learning about podcasting, really learning about like what I wanted it to look like like learning like, okay, so I do need a website. So I need to establish like this little bit of a brand and blog a little bit more and, and get like my real life friends kind of used to seeing this like new side of me, I guess. Yeah. Well, like your brand. Yeah. And just like putting it out there and being kind of like, Hey, look what I did today. I don't know. Just weird stuff. I felt like it was weird at the times, like taking Instagram courses and taking blogging courses and podcasting, like just like learning and then like learning how to edit. So I spent like Mm -hmm. about six months just really, really working on learning. And then in April of 2018, I launched my podcast. I launched it on my birthday, which was so fun. I love that. It was like, a party to myself <laughs> and <laughs> like and then I told Jesse I was like now every year I have like a bigger reason to celebrate because I love my birthday so much and then I was like but now I'm forcing everybody to celebrate everybody has to party with me yeah. <laughs> so I was really excited about it and um it's just been a really fun year just um and when I look back at this time last year when I was like creating my brand and creating like what I wanted this to look like I'm like, oh my gosh, God, you're so good. Like you've really created this passion within me that um that like I just get to talk to people. And it's mm-hmm. a blast. Like 
Um, and I like, I have, there's times where I have to remember, like, I don't want to just like talk to people to talk to people, but I want to like find people on the internet that you're like, oh my gosh, we could be best friends. And then like, girl, you, like this is, that's me. That's yes. definitely, which is so funny. Yeah. And like, I, which oh is gosh. probably why I was so attracted to you when I found you. Cause that's what I do. I like find new, everybody's a future friend to me, which is what I, that's what I yeah. say. And so when I see a future friend, I'm like, okay, well, like, let's do something about it and let's put it out into the world. And then yeah. just like share the love with everybody. You know, I love it. Yeah. So tell us. It's, it's absolutely it. that. Go ahead. Huh? Say it again. I said that's absolutely it. Yeah, for sure. Tell us what is it like? Cause I can't, I cannot even imagine. I mean, I'm, you know, like working full time and doing business and whatever. What is it like as a wife and a mom of three in grade school? Like they actually have homework now. They actually, they're probably, I don't know if they're like in sports or some kind of extracurricular activities. And then you have, now you have a show to produce and your blog. What does that look like? (laughs) Yeah. So, um, it looks like, <laughs> it looks like I was drowning a lot this summer. Um, and so honestly, just like, as I, as I get ready for the new year and am learning kind of like what worked and didn't work, it honestly is like putting, um, putting my phone away. It's, um, if my kids are home, I don't do a ton of work. Oh, or yeah. I ask them if they're going to watch a show, I'm like, Hey, can I pop in headphones and edit? And they're like, yeah, sure. Or sometimes they're like, no, we're watching Harry Potter. We want you to watch this with us. Yeah. Like, everybody watch Harry Potter. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Um, so it's, it's kind of including them in that. And then this summer I had to, I had to work a ton. Like I had to, I had to spend the mornings working um, which means like not early mornings at Schlitterbahn or like we had to wait to go to the pool. And so there's one morning where Titus was like, Oh, we never get to go anywhere. And I was like, okay, I'll just quit the podcast. Like, fine. And he was like, no, no, I'm sorry. And so it's, for me, it's like including them in this. Like I want yeah. them to see me working hard. I want them to see like what I'm doing as my passion. And I want them to be like, okay, go in I want them to be like, okay, go do 20 minutes, but I also honor that. Like, okay, give me an hour. Give me an hour of like me working, head down working, and then we can go do whatever you want. Um, So I've just been like, I don't believe in balance, but I think that there are boundaries in every area. Yeah. And so I'm like, okay, when they're at school, for the most part, like I have no reason to not get a ton of work done while they're at school. Um, Yeah, for sure. I just started produce, producing another podcast for somebody else. And so today it was like, Mondays are days that I put my head down and I turn my phone off and I like work on that podcast so that um, later in the week I can do everything I need to do for my podcast. That's awesome. Um, so yeah, it's just kind of like finding where that boundary needs to lie. And honestly, like the biggest boundary I'm having to put in place is putting my phone down. Oh, it's so hard. Yeah. Like right it's now it's on so downtime. Yep. Because my kids are home. So yep. like, I can't be on Instagram and it's like, I can ignore it, but I need to not do that. Yeah, for sure. That's, that's really good advice too, is because I'm, I'm just like you and several people that I've recently talked to about, um, balance, quote unquote, mm-hmm. the synopsis or that's not the right word. The consensus yes. is it doesn't exist. And it's like not 
It's not real. I think, I think there's balance in diet. I think there's balance in whatever, but not in life, at least not like a surefire, steadfast, like written in stone. It's 20% this, it's 40% this, it's whatever. It's like, it's boundaries. I love the way that you put that. That was really great. Yeah. And I think for me, it's like, okay, so my boundaries, when my kids are at school, that's the time when I can work. My, one of my boundaries is my husband works a crazy schedule. So every Wednesday is our date date. So I try really, really hard to make that day sacred for him. Like not the whole day. That's one of our arguments. I'm like, we don't need a whole day. Like lunch is enough. Um, give me a break. Um, so I try to make sure like that I can disconnect for a while with him and just being able, um, just being able to have like, what are my non-negotiables and what are things that I'm going to say? Like, no, I can't do that. Like I I can't. So, and that's really hard as a people pleaser. I'm like, I want to say, oh my gosh, me too. But if I say yes to everything, then I'm giving my best self to people who I love, but not to my people. I love that. That's really cool. So what does your husband do it again? He's, um, he's going to, when he listens, (laughs) like, how do I say this? (laughs) I know he is a pipeline control center operator for, um, the oil field. Oh, that makes sense. I understand yeah. that. Yeah, totally. So he has a weird schedule. So yeah, Wednesday, he's, a weird he's schedule. off. Um, he's either off. He no, not every Wednesday he's off, but like he switches between days and nights and off. So gotcha. Like this week he's on days, so our date night will be like a glass of wine, um, and some cheese watching Shit's Creek, probably. Yeah, probably. <laughs> when the kids go to bed. <laughs> yeah. Super romantic. And oh yeah, we just super sexy. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'll probably be in sweatpants, so. Yeah, um, I love that. So now that you guys have been married, you talked about, so what is it, 13 years? Uh, we've been married 15, 14, but together 15. 14, okay. So you talked about like, oh, everything seems like old now or whatever, because you've known each other forever. Yeah. You got married really young. Now you have like almost a teenager Ugh. and then two other kids. I know, sorry, I won't say that. Um, but how has life changed and like obviously you guys have grown a lot together and like I love hearing the honesty behind sometimes like life is just creek (laughs) (laughs) but I don't know if I'll keep that in the episode but like sometimes like life is not fun or not exciting and so like Tell us about that. Yeah. So, I mean, being married for so long, we've gone through so many seasons, um, like pregnancy. I am a terrible pregnant person. Um, I cried when he took a chicken strip off my plate, literally. Like, <laughs> Wait, and, can you say that again? <laughs> I, I literally, he took a chicken strip off my plate and I started sobbing. <laughs> and then I got pregnant again. And I mean, like, it just... It's, a, it's silly. Like, I was terrible being pregnant. So so all, I say that to say, like, we've weathered seasons. We weathered seasons of, of, of adoption where it was, like, the longing for her to come home. Then she came home and just kind of how our family was flipped upside down. Um, and then even, like, when I went through counseling 
just to kind of heal from everything yeah. uh, life. And, um, so I would come home from counseling with wounds gaping open and he would try to console me. And I'm like, I can't even deal with it. I am a very emotional person. If you have not gathered okay, okay. so many emotions. <laughs> um, so I think probably in the past two years, the one thing we have learned is, um, we're probably the most, the only consistent, no, I don't say that we anchor each other in such amazing ways that, um, like if I, if I'm just this emotional basket case of everything going on, all he has to do is open his arms and I can just rest there. Um, but that also took a lot of like learning, learning that I was able to do that. Um, And so I think for me to learn that with him was me to say like, what do you need from me? Like, I'll give you what you need knowing that you're going to like feed that back and forth. Um, so yeah, while there are many seasons of like need and want, there's also lots of seasons. Like I said, we're really, really into communicating. (laughs) Like, (laughs) um, where he's like, um, I was just going to say like, he's a very physical touch person. Like I think yes. like most men, but yeah, he's physical touch and quality time. Yes. And like those are his love languages. And I am like, okay, like we are going to cuddle. Like I'm just not a physical touch person. So I'm like, all right, get ready to cuddle. Like I'm going to give him what he needs because I love him so much and I want him to feel filled in our marriage. Um, yeah. but I also like, we just, I'm trying to like say that the best way. Like we do that for each other, knowing that it's only going to make us better. Yeah. It's going to serve each other. Yeah. And so I'm trying to say like, we, we definitely don't complete each other, but we have learned how to complement one another really well. Um, he is the bossiest know-it-all I know, <laughs> but he's also the most helpful and supportive and best cheerleader for me and my dreams that I yeah. will ever meet. Yeah. So I, I don't know if that answers your questions. We also like, yes. we keep our nights, like uh, the kids go to bed at eight and like that's sacred time for us. Like we're, we try to always stay together. Um, like at bedtime. Um, we also are really intentional about having like mutual friends, um, yes, mm-hmm. that's really helpful, especially like, like when that. you have a couple that like matches you and you can be like, Oh mm-hmm. gosh. And they like, don't <laughs> let you speak ugly about your spouse. Right. Right. So but you can still like be like, yes, yes. I understand. Yes. 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 Yeah. That's good. Yeah. And that, that is really needed. And I think whether you have kids or you don't, because I, I feel like a lot of people, once they have kids, it's like, Oh, well, we don't have friends anymore. Oh yeah. No. And I think that that's sad and for me I'm like you I'm such a people person and a people pleaser um but that's beside the point but I need people in my life I'm I'm fueled by that like that doesn't drain me as a person yeah Um, and so I can't imagine like having kids or adopting or whatever and then just like doing that and there's, there's nothing more isolating than like having children because you already have yeah. to pull away from everything because you have this baby and then you are kind of stuck on this weird schedule and then you're tired all the time so if you don't have people surrounding you like I can only and we lived in Alaska when we had babies so that was weird because it's like 
freezing, ice cold. Even more isolated. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm like, no, like if that's the best advice I can give somebody is like, find couple friends to do life with no matter what season you're in. And it's hard. It's not easy, but it also makes such a difference in your life, in your marriage. Mm -hmm. (sighs) Yeah. And I think, I think what's been really hard, at least for us and other couple friends and like friends of ours from like post-college is that you have to try like you have to do the work you have to try to go to that new small group or Mm -hmm. you have I mean even though we have really not but we find community in different pockets of our lives now um but you have to you have to like say yes to go hang out with those people even if you're like I'd rather stay home you know I'd rather be home but you know you need that for your soul and and for your whatever your sanity um it's it's really important because I mean where we went to school we went to Washtenaw Baptist in uh Arkansas and it was so easy to just have community because you lived with all your best friends and like if you didn't live with your best friends you could walk you know less than five minutes away and you were you could go see them you know yeah and it was so easy. It was so convenient. And mm-hmm. now we're like all spread out. And even here in Dallas, there's a good chunk of us here, but it's still hard because now we have jobs and we're married and half of us have kids. And so it is, it is hard, but it's so yeah. important to be. I think making, I think making time is the hardest part for a lot of people. And, oh, yeah. um, it's, it, it is next to impossible, but it's not impossible. And I think if you, yeah. if you, are just like you said, intentional about engaging with your people, man. Like I'm like you, like people, people, like people, person, and people fill me up. Yep. And I can't like oof, if I go too long, like working or too long yeah. not connecting oh, yeah. with somebody. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna like I'll like slowly sink into this like weird not depression, but like weird oh, like gets me in a nobody funk. likes me. Yeah, everybody hates me. Yes. <laughs> it it puts me in a weird three hours. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. yeah. <laughs> You're so like me. Um, we went to Arkansas to see his family, my husband's family, for um, all Thanksgiving week. And it was so mm-hmm. great. And it was really relaxing. His mom and his stepdad live out on, like, all this land. And, like, it was just beautiful. Um, but we still have, like, two or three couple friends that – we were really close to when we lived there that we always make a point to see when we go into town because yeah. we know we, we always tell them like, Hey, we have X amount of time. Yeah. Let's go hang out or let's grab pizza. And we, we all know like, look, this is probably the only time in the year we're going to be yeah. here or maybe twice a year that we're going to be here. 30 minutes or four hours, it doesn't matter, but we want to see you. And, and we met with, um, two of our good friends right before we like left for town for back for Texas. And we had coffee with them and their little two and a half year old, which is so crazy. Cause like we, I, it's like, she was just born. Um, but we saw them and we had coffee for like 30 minutes and, um, Angela, she was like, I just want you to know how much this means to us that you are always intentional about like telling us when you're in town and saying hi. And even if it's for 30 minutes, like we don't care. Yeah. And, and, and it's, it goes both ways. Right. Cause you can, you can do all the reaching out and then 
have nothing in return or yeah. you could expect someone to reach out to you. And, but like, it's totally a two way street. Um, yeah. and I never really realized, yeah, people that are, you know, decent people, they really value that. Yeah. And any, any time is good time, you know? Yeah. And I think so. even if they can't, like I have a friend coming in uh, to Texas and she's like, can I see you? And I'm like, gosh, we're going to be out of town. And it's like, thank you for letting me know. And I'm so sorry. I'm going to miss you. But it's right. like, if she was just going to be like, ah, she's probably busy. And I knew she was in town. I would have been devastated. So oh like, yeah. Just, there's just like so many little things you can do that just shows somebody that you care about their friendship. Yep. Yeah, for sure. That's awesome. Friendship is like well, my favorite platform. <laughs> <laughs> I do love, love it. it so <laughs> You're like the bestie that everybody needs. I love it. I hope so. I would love that. Yeah. Um, okay. So I was about to say any closing remarks, but that is awkward and not a good segue. Um, <laughs> I just blank. I'll, I'll cut this out. Don't worry. Um, Okay. So tell us what is, what's been your favorite thing about starting a podcast and then tell us what you have coming up, like what you're excited about next for 2019. Oh gosh. Uh, I think my favorite thing about starting a podcast is like, it's, it's like this creative energy that you get to use. Um, but it's also really weird because typically like when you get to be creative, it's like for yourself. Um, and so then like being creative and like hoping other people like it is real hard. Um, yeah, it's really, and it's, it's like really vulnerable. So vulnerable. Like, I hope you know, they like this. <laughs> yeah. Every Monday I'm like, that might not have been a great interview. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if anybody's going to listen. I don't know. This is the one like. that's going to have 10 listens. Yes. That's it. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but it also has given me such a, um, like wider reach into other people's lives, mm-hmm. um, in the sense of, where like, I just posted like, oh, so a few months ago I had like some family stuff come up and, um, people were like, we're praying for you, we're praying for you. I'm like, thank you so much. And then it was just kind of like, the Lord was like, Hey, you have built this community and I have not built it myself, but the Lord has like gifted me these people. And he was like, they're praying for you. Why don't you pray for them? And so it was just yeah. able to be like, Hey friends, like what's going on? Like, how can I pray for you? And the fact that people actually responded to that, I was like, God, thank you. Like, thank you for allowing me to be friends. Cause I really like, I really believe that if we're not doing social media for the social aspect of it, we're doing it wrong. And and I was like, thank you for giving me these friends. Thank you for them lifting my family up. And thank you that I'm able to pray for them. Um, and, And some people were really honest and bold. And some people were like, just, I'm going through some stuff. And I was just like, thank you for trusting me. Thank you for allowing me to pray for you. Yeah. So that's been my favorite thing, just that I get to honestly be friends with people all over all over the world. Cause yeah. it's really fun to see like where people listen. Yeah. And where they're coming from. Yeah. So if you live in Vermont, awesome. please download my podcast because that's the only state that hasn't been downloaded. <laughs> She's like, I need that last state. I just need Vermont. <laughs> it's like oh, a game. Yeah. I just need it. Um it's so funny. And then 2019, gosh. Um I haven't said this out loud at all, uh, except like my best friends, but like 2019, my weird, my weird, my word is growth. And I want to grow 
in so many different ways in 2019. I want um, spiritual growth. I want my family to grow just together. I want the podcast to grow. I want my reach to grow. I want, um, I want to be more physical, more physically fit. (laughs) I want to grow in that. Um, I just want like, I just want growth. And then like the, the quote or the thing that goes with that is just like being like bloom where you're planted. And so I just want to like sit and grow and bloom right where the Lord wants me. So it's kind of so beautiful. Yeah. I love that. Thanks. Uh, so, I mean, do you have any plans or like, um, goals set in place for how you're going to grow? Like logistically, like, okay, I want to do X, Y, Z to grow my podcast. I want to whatever. Yeah. The podcast, I always feel like is really hard and you actually do yeah. this really well. I feel like, oh. like, oh, what you, is it? <laughs> like, oh gosh, uh, you promote your podcast really, really well. Oh. Um, and I love that. And I, um, I see it every week and I'm like, oh, man, you're so good at this. Um, <laughs> I feel like I'm not good at promoting. And so that's something I need to do. I need to, um, like more than to be like, Hey guys, got the podcast up today. Like I need to like be proud of my guests and I need to give yeah. them the reach they deserve. Um, so that's kind of like, I have to figure out what that looks like. Yeah. Um, getting a little bit of a rebrand coming up. I'm really excited about awesome. that just Yay. prettier fine-tuned things um awesome. uh, I feel like that will help me I don't know why uh, <laughs> um I'm trying to think xyz is it's hard because like I feel like I'm just kind of settling into it and right one thing and like is I said, you may not have like okay yeah. I'm gonna do this and this and this yeah but like I'm just curious I want to look at it more um as a business honestly and I and I work yep. at it like it's a business but, um, I am that person who's like, well, it's a kind of a job, you know, like I, I don't want to, I don't want to tiptoe around anymore. I don't want to be, it's a job. Um, yeah. I don't want to be like apologizing for like what I'm doing because it's no. not, it's not an apology. Like it's mine. I'm proud of it and I love it. And yeah. it's, it is my job. So I just have to like own that a little bit more, I think in this year and that will help growth. That's awesome. So I feel like I could talk to you forever. There's several people that I've interviewed so far out of like several dozen of not even episodes that have come out yet that I feel like I could just talk to you forever. And you're definitely one of those people. I love that. Not that those other people are like, okay, get off the show. But <laughs> but some yeah. people are just like, you just jive with that person. And that's definitely yeah. you. Also, since you live so close, well, like in the spectrum of things, yeah. You live so close. Maybe one day we can meet up. I would love that. And be, so be watching your inbox for an invite to coffee with me. Like, it's time for coffee. Oh, my gosh. That'd, that'd be, be so fun. fun. I'd love to have you on. Yeah, that'd be so fun. Okay, Jeanette, well, um, we're going to stop it right here because otherwise we'll be here for three hours. <laughs> A three-hour podcast nobody wants. Yeah, that no one wants. And your kids are like, Mom, we're hungry. (laughs) Feed us. us. Um, Well, thank you for being on the Fearless Woman podcast. And where can we find you on the internet? Um, Okay, so I am on Instagram way more than I care to admit, but I'm working on it. And uh, it is at Jeanette Tapley. Super easy. And then um, on Facebook, which... 
I got to figure out how to do Facebook better, I guess, um, is at the Jeanette Tapley. And then everything from uh, podcast to show notes is at it's time for coffee Love it. Jeanette, thank you for being on the show and I'll definitely have you on again. <laughs> Thanks. It's so much fun. I'm so happy to like get to chat with you. Yes. It was so much fun. Uh, all right, guys, we'll catch you next time. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Fearless Woman Podcast. I can't believe it's already been 20 episodes. Um, Wow. So I hope you enjoyed listening to Jeanette and getting to know her. She's just such a, like, people, boys say, like, oh, he's such a bro. Like, she's such a girl bro. (laughs) That sounds really stupid. But um, I love Jeanette. She's super, super sweet. Go check her out. Um, announcements. I always say that, like, I'm into doing announcements now. Like, whenever I do events and stuff, I'm like, okay, I have some announcements, whatever. Um, the Fearless Conference is happening. It is happening. 2019, we are here. July 12 and 13 at the AC Hotel by the Galleria in Dallas. Um, literally next, like, next to the Galleria. Um, If you are a female entrepreneur, if you are a woman in business or career or you're a professional and you want to be inspired, encouraged, equipped um, to pursue your dreams and your passions, uh, no matter what that might be, maybe you're already in business, maybe you're thinking about it, this conference is going to be for you. Uh, We're going to release tickets the week of March 11th. We will be announcing all of our speakers, our sponsors, all of that good stuff. Um, if you are a local business that would like to get your business out in front of all of these women that will be coming, uh, shoot me an email. You can send it to amandacsmithevents at gmail.com. Uh, as always, if you have someone you want to get on the show, if you want to share something with us, even if you just want to pop in and say hi, uh, email us at thefearlesswomanpodcast at gmail.com. Tag us on Instagram if you are listening today. And we will see you next time. Hey guys, um, I forgot about a sponsor. Oops, my bad. Okay, here we go. Shop with Touchstone Crystal by Swarovski for a fearless cause. Now, this is an ad that um, a friend from Dallas Girl Gang sent in, but she did this on behalf, on like on her own, uh, of her own volition, I should say. She's so excited about the Fearless Conference and just wanted to support. I almost cried. She sent me an email and said, I want to do this to help um, make it happen and to bring something great to your audience. So as seen on the runway, the red carpet and the silver screen, Swarovski Crystal transforms everything it touches 
and continues to add sparkle to people's lives with Touchstone Crystal, their fastest growing social selling business. Shop through the link now to help us support the Fearless Conference and its mission. 25% of the sales will be contributed to the Fearless Conference 2019, which educates female entrepreneurs to grow their business and equip them to change the world despite their fears. Yes, please. Um, I'm going to put the links in the episode description for the fundraiser, and then you can check out the catalog. Holy moly. Shout out to Monica Martinez. She's the best.